Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing on the Edge Radio. Oh, boy, do we have a good one here playing on the edge radio with Megan Edge, Radical Change with These. And I get to take this partnership with her and join her um, as we take this journey together. Today, Megan, and I want to just start out by saying this first. You have said yes to an entire body of work that is and helps others take the heart's journey, as you say, take the heart's journey, but really uncover every stone that has to do with that. And one of the things that I find is one of the most difficult for people, whether it's taking the journey or not taking a journey, is the minute you say the word Forgiveness. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> forgiveness. forgiveness. Now what I'm going to say is on mm. the edge of radical forgiveness with ease. Yes. That's what we're talking about today. And this is a passion of yours. This is not just a topic for a show. How deep does this go within you? Oh, gosh. So deep. <laughs> so many, so many levels, so many layers to it. I, I actually want to go back to something that you, you just said about sure. whether you choose to be on the journey or you don't. And that, that struck something for me, which is this, there is no choice. You're <laughs> on the journey. You're on the journey. The moment you said yes to being born, you're on the journey. The moment you said yes to your mother and your father, to those little cells coming together and starting to create the uniqueness that is you, you have said yes to this journey what you choose to then do with this journey is entirely up to you. That's that beautiful free will piece that I, I often talk about. When I, when I look at the body of work that I have tapped into, that I have participated in, and that I have created, what I see is something I call one-stop shopping in a sense. It's mind, body, and soul healing because we are an entire entity. We are not just our blood cells. We are not just our bones. We are not just our thoughts. We are not just our experiences. We are all of it. So when I do healing work with people, fundamentally, I want to empower them. I want them to understand that I'm not the one doing the healing and that actually there's nothing wrong with them. They're not broken in any way. And they have within themselves the capacity to be the person that they want to be, to be the person that they came here to be. Now, it's not the easiest path. This journey is not easy. Being human is not for the faint of heart, in my opinion. However, I know there are ways that we can make it easier. And that's what this is really all about, is how can we take an an experience of our human lives, like forgiveness, 
And, and how can we make it radical and make it easy and get her done so that we're not living constantly caught up in our own, our own story or our own rhetoric, or our own beliefs that are no longer serving us. Yeah. And how can we move into something that does serve us? Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I want to just get back to what I said, because when I think about this, and I think about my own journey with forgiveness, right? Mm. Um, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand what it meant. And we're going to talk about that today. Um, I didn't understand what the antithesis of forgiveness was. And we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, feelings of resentment. Yes. Um, and then the big question is, who does forgiving affect or not affect? But let's start by thinking about ourselves first. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you could think of that you could or would never forgive, Megan? Is that a beautiful question? That's what you ask. That's the first exercise that you use in the group. And I just thought I'd spring that right back on you, although I know that's one of your questions. Well, it is a really great place to start. It is. It, it opens us to some of our blind spots that we may not be aware of. Hence, they're called blind spots because we're not seeing them. We, we can get ourselves very justifiably upset or angry or judgmental about other people's behaviors and actions that have been taken, that we feel have been taken to us or around us or about us without necessarily understanding where that trigger is coming from. And so this question, which is simply, what is the one thing that you feel you could absolutely under no circumstances ever forgive? It's a really big question. And yeah. when people start to work with this question, they, they usually start at a surface idea. You know, well, I, I couldn't forgive if somebody flipped me the finger. Really? You couldn't forgive that? Okay, okay. I couldn't forgive if my spouse cheated on me. Really? I mean, could you? What if you did? Right? That's the second part of that exercise is, okay, here's this thing that you've decided is the worst possible thing that anyone could ever do to you or do to anyone else. And we're not questioning that the validity of that. We're just asking what it is. But then we are asking the next question, which is, well, why not? Yeah. And again, coming from a place of curiosity, not from judgment. Why, why? I would love to understand why couldn't you forgive that? And then the third part of that exercise is, what if you did? You know, what would happen if you did? What could the effect of that be? What could the impact of that mm. be? So I'm hoping that as we're having this conversation, in fact, I invite our, our audience, our listening yeah. audience, get a piece of paper and a pen and write down. Yeah. What is the thing you think you could never, ever forgive? Why not? What is it about that thing that is so heinous that it doesn't deserve understanding and compassion and forgiveness at some level? Yeah. From a place of curiosity. And then, but what if you did? So I've been thinking about this a lot since we've been. Oh, my gosh. I have two. Um, uh, Did you have a flashback? mm. I had a flashback. Did you have a flashback at some point in time in your life? I did go through some events in my life. Did you? Check in to see where I was at with those events. Yeah. I I, 
I'm packing up because we're we're moving and uh, we're doing it in pieces because, you know, most people take a week off. I can't take a week off. And so I just packed Mother Mary. And after I packed her, I thought, why did I do that? I needed her out here. Then I realized she could be out here. So here's what I remembered as I was thinking about this show. I had a flashback to being like a six-year-old going on seven and being furious at God and Jesus over my mother's death. Now, that's me as an adult saying that. But as a child, you know, kids say, I hate you. I hate you. Mm -hmm. And that is the first real, I don't even, I don't, didn't even get mad at my dad for spanking me. I just couldn't wait to then do what I did badly again. So get it over with. But this one thing right there, I, I was thinking about this and I carried that for a while as a young person until somebody schooled me about that. But how many of us as young people and any other age people Mm -hmm. carry things like that and we don't know we are carrying them because they become part of our cellular bodies? Exactly. Exactly. And, And they do become part of our cellular body at the personal level, the physical, emotional and energetic level. And then they can also become part of our collective experience. So either the family that can't forgive the transgression of that other family or the other part of the family, the community that, that can't forgive the transgression of another community, the, the country that collectively holds on to an identity of victimhood and can't forgive. And part of what we're going to be talking about in this show is that whole idea of having to, needing to, should you? Mm-hmm. what if you can't and then ultimately where I want to bring people to is a perception or perspective rather of what if what if there isn't anything to forgive because we could choose to look at it from the perspective of everything happens for a reason and on purpose now, that's the one I can't wait till we get to, but I'm really interested in as we move forward to really look at this. And, you know, one of the things you're going to take on when we come back from break is what the ripple effect of forgiveness or non-forgiveness is, because often we don't think about, we, we don't say, I feel this way and it has this, this and this effect, but we now know what forgiveness is good for, what non-forgiveness is good for or not so good for, Mm. and what it takes to really understand these. Because don't you think that if we sat for a moment and even in the most enraged times of our lives had ourselves open up Mm. to just a sliver of relief from that anger, resentment, fear. So when we come back, Megan's going to walk us on the journey. And what happens? What happens? Does the person you're still mad at even know you're mad at them or resent them? Are they even alive? We're going to take a short break. That and much 
more with Megan Edge. This is playing on the Edge Radio on the Edge of Radical Forgiveness. With these, we'll be right back. The Finder of Lost Things, exploring your superpowers of trust, healing, and transformation with me, Hannah Belton. When my brother Christian went missing, I completely denied my grief. We can either transform and transition or we can stay stagnant. This podcast will uncover the process that Christian and I went on to find the lost things, him, and to find the parts of me that were missing. And there's things that are missing in you that prevent you from letting go, whether it's a person, a dream, a lifestyle. That process of trusting and finding the lost pieces and and integrating them, that's where you get your sustainable transition that will carry on. Tune in every Monday at 9am Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You can find me at hannahvelton.online. Tired of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose 1 to 3 pounds per day in 21 days naturally under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center 425-451-0404 or on the web drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into the Energy Paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The Energy Paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative, and earth-shattering way to live, work, and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com. Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? Then it's time to become Toxic Person Proof. Join Toxic Relationship Specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present, and get serious about your future. For more information, visit sarahkramsey.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. Hey, are you loving Shades of Spirit Radio? Well, mark your calendars. Shades of Spirit goes live in a new time spot every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Yeah, you heard that right. Psychic medium Jamie and spirit walker Nicole. 5 p.m. every Wednesday. Live readings, giveaways, oracle cards, and lots of fun. So be there. Call into the show at 1-800-930-2819 and visit ShadesOfSpirit.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Megan, before we keep going here, I want to make sure, and I want to just keep saying over and over and over again, this is a conversation that's more than a conversation. This conversation about forgiveness is a pivotal part of what you work with other women and teach other women about, as well as mentor. And It's part of the healing process. I guess it's also part of the confident healer. But before we go ahead, I want to know how do people find out about you? How do they work with you? How do they get a copy of the heart's journey? And tell them what that is. Well, let's talk about the copy of the heart's journey for a moment. Yeah. I believe we have a giveaway this show of a copy of 
the heart's journey. Mm. <laughs> Entire box set. But when I wrote the heart's journey, for me, it really was a very personal deep dive into what had my experiences been around love and relationship and my heart. And had I really shown up for myself in a way that I felt proud of or that I felt was in integrity with my heart and what my heart was telling me. And then the decisions and choices that I had to make or that I, that I chose to make from the things that my heart was telling me. And the very first lesson that I learned about all of this, Pat, was that your heart never lies and it will tell you the truth above all other voices. And so I began a practice of listening to that. And even though it isn't always easy to follow our heart, in fact, oftentimes it's one of the most, most challenging things that we can do. It is the highest expression of ourselves. It is the, it is the best thing that we can do for ourselves. And in a sense, it, it, when you're coming from your heart in all things, you actually, in my experience, bypass the need, the feeling of the need for forgiveness. Forgiveness in itself, it, it simply becomes part of the heart opening. In my experience, it's no longer a process. However, there's a process to get to that place. And so that's where people can work with me at that individual level or in my group programs. They can We can do that work to look at the story that's being held of the things that have happened to us and then and then change our relationship with that story so that we can create and give meaning and purpose to all of the things that have happened to us or happened for us, which is part of what I'm going to be sharing a little bit later on. Um, yeah. And then they can, sorry, and they can find, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was already going into. I know. Oh, I wonderful ways to get you back there. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook at Megan Edge Healing. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on YouTube. We have a whole YouTube channel full of amazing videos and resources and tools for training and teaching and just being. And of course, you can go to my website, which is MeganEdge.ca and see everything that we're up to. And I want to just let Benny know. Um, Here's what we'd like to do. We'd like to give a copy of the heart's journey. Um, and this is to, and this is the heart's oracle cards and guidebook. And this is to um, our first caller that calls in and shares what their biggest unforgiveness is. Because we're talking about that as a baseline. You mm -hmm. know, our biggest, what is your biggest unforgiveness? And what's that journey been like? First caller that calls in and shares that with our audience, we'd love to give you this. Um, so Megan, you know, getting back to you for a minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what's, what's yours? That thing, what's that thing I can't forgive? Yeah. So, so I, I did, I went back through my life. I've been doing a lot of that over the last few weeks. And... I, I did two things. I, I looked at events in my life that from the outside looking in may appear to be something that is such a transgression it cannot be forgiven, right? Like the sexual assault that I shared in one of our previous shows recently. For many people, that would be it. That would be the thing that how could you possibly ever forgive that? So I looked at it from that perspective. Is there any piece of that experience that I am still holding on to that triggers in me a response of bitterness or anger or fear or resentment or poor me or why me. 
And I, I want to use that example for two reasons. One, because it is very personal and, and it's also a shared experience with many people. And two, because when we're talking about forgiveness, I want to be very, very clear about something. Abuse of any kind perpetrated against children is absolutely not condoned at all, not at all under any circumstances, and should not happen in the first place. However, we know that it does. By the time a child who has experienced that abuse becomes an adult, therein is the capacity potentially for them to do some of that healing work around those experiences. And for some people and in some traditions and some practices, forgiveness is a key part of that. You have to get to a point where you forgive your abuser. I don't, I don't, I don't tell my clients that I don't tell them what they have to do. And under any circumstances, Mm -hmm. it's a different perspective. So when I look at the events in my life, just to come back to that, I now see those events from the place of, okay, interesting. I can still feel the hurt and I can still feel the pain and I can still feel the indignation and whatever else comes up around a transgression. And I can move into a, a, whatever you want to call it, a higher vibration, a higher frequency, a higher thought pattern of interesting. Okay. So what does that mean for me? And more importantly, what am I willing to do with that experience that gives it meaning and purpose? And how can I be of service to others who have experienced that same thing? And so when I look back on my life, there isn't a single thing that has happened to me that I couldn't forgive. Mm. Now, it doesn't mean that I have completely and always and thoroughly forgiven, but I know that I have the capacity because I have that particular belief system and it works for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, we're seeing this over and over and over again in the contemporary times we live in. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I, I think the most compelling story was one of Joyce Meyer. And I'm wondering what is coming up for you still. But I, I, I remember listening to a tape or something of Joyce and no knowledge of her childhood or, or her upbringing. And when I heard about what she went through and the level of sexual and physical abuse um, by her dad, I had to play it back mm-hmm. in disbelief. Not that I don't believe it happens. I think, you know, we're doing a show like this today because you and I both have these experiences. Mm -hmm. But there are some things that just hurt the heart. And I want to ask you this question, too. I know we're going to talk about forgiveness and is forgiveness good for your help. But I think the other thing that you also ask is about the point of pain, Mm -hmm. that exercise, Yes. Talk about one of the things that you also ask of the people you work with about pain. Yes. So pain is, it's such an interesting experience, isn't it? Dang. Well, it's incredibly personal. You know, here's the thing about pain. Your pain is completely yours. No one else can know what it feels like for you whether that's physical pain or emotional pain. They can imagine what it feels like if they've gone through something similar. If you tell me you've stubbed your toe and I go, oh, oh God, I know what that feels like. I stubbed my toe too. It was awful. I can empathize with you. 
but I can't know what that pain is like for you. So this, this next exercise, this question that we get asked is, what is your point of pain? When you think about that thing that is, that is unforgivable or that you're still feeling hurt about, uh, and, that, and that can be a very deep, deep wounding, like what we just talked about. Yeah. What is the point of pain? Where is it in your body? Because emotional pain will become physical pain if it is not healed or treated on the emotional level. It will eventually work its way into your body and your body will use the pain that you're feeling physically as a form of communication and an effort to get you to see what is out of alignment, what is hurting you at the emotional level. So any physical pain that you have, this is my belief from all my trainings and learnings, any physical pain you experience has an emotional root cause, whether it's in that very moment or it's 10 or 20 years ago. And that applies for illness as well, because illness causes us, it causes us pain, right? So when you ask of yourself, what is my point of pain? So maybe my point of pain is abandonment or betrayal or like from the emotional perspective, right? Or it's anger or it's, it's deep grief, it's loss. That's my point of pain from the emotional standpoint. And then where in my body is that physical pain showing up? You know, and we talk about heartache. Yeah. Heartache is a physical thing that people experience when there has been emotional heartbreak. And the heartache shows up in the physical body as heart attack, angina, tightness of the heart, tightness of the chest. There's all, a whole host of diseases that we can associate that are connected to the heart, which then would have their source in an emotional pain that is heart related. And so how this ties into forgiveness is really, there's, there's two points in, in that it ties into. First of all, is forgiveness required or necessary? Number one. Really important. Yep. Does the other person deserve your forgiveness? Have they demonstrated that they understand the extent of their behavior and the impact that it had on you? Do they yet deserve your forgiveness? Because honestly, there's a lot of teachings that in my experience have really talked about freely giving away forgiveness. I wonder about that. Yeah. I wonder about that. And I yeah. believe that that's part of the reason why if somebody says to another person who's been victimized, well, you must forgive your abuser. And they feel like, okay, I have to do this as part of my healing, but that's not landing for me. I'm still in a place where no, my, my anger is justified and my anger is my motivation for healing right now. So no. <laughs> and I often say to clients, it's okay. You don't have to forgive. That's not a requirement for healing. What is a requirement for healing is that exploration of what does this hurt mean to me? How is it impacting me? Because as you've pointed out, the, the other person may not know. Your anger at them is not directed at them. It's directed back at you. In fact, self-forgiveness, self-compassion, self-understanding is I would say the most challenging of all the levels of potential forgiveness. Wow. So what is your point of pain and where is it? Yeah. And, you know, let's talk about that. What if, let's do a what if question. Okay. I love what if questions. What if that was the purpose of pain? What if it was the purpose of pain? What if the purpose of pain? Yeah. Right. Because, 
in the world we live in and we think about this body we have that is such a just intricate system of so many things mm-hmm. you know it heals stuff it all of that but what if pain had that purpose mm-hmm. what if pain were still part of that magical mystical healing system And that it knew somehow that there was something in there at the emotional and spiritual level Mm -hmm. that had to be addressed in order for us to optimize our lives. What if that? What if? When we come back, is it really no pain, no gain? (laughs) We're going to talk about that (laughs) and much more. What if pain, Megan's going to take us on this journey. What if pain was not personal what if pain was not personal what if that event that you're thinking i'm never going to forgive you for that dude never nope 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 what if it's not personal i say this all the time to my team it's not personal right that new guideline that's business well i want to hear what megan says let's take a short break we'll be right back Are you feeling the complexity of life? Do you feel that urge to step into something greater? Tune in to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity with me, life coach, Carrie Nail. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com to discover what it means to use your full power to be the best version of yourself. Imagine stepping into the energy of saying yes to yourself and knowing you nailed it. For more information about me, visit CarrieNail.com. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you live your best life. The Live the Good Life Show, connecting your physical and spiritual self every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Find Sabrina at the right, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com. Tune in to the show, Heart Change Consciousness, with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. 
In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. Music. I know, Benny. That was lovely. That's Thank you, Benny. You're welcome. It took me a while to bring in the harp, but you know. I like the harp. Thank you. I was wondering if Super that was heavy. Sarah Main playing that harp right there. <laughs> right? Thank you, Benny. Um, hey, everybody, welcome back. We're talking. Megan Edge is joining me here today, and of course, what her show is about is about playing on the edge. Playing on the edge radio. It's about radical change with ease. Now. Today, it's on the edge of radical forgiveness with ease. How do you get there? And let's make sure before we talk about it's not personal, but dang, it certainly feels like it. But mm-hmm. I just threw that in myself. Um, <laughs> how do we find out about what you're up to? Tell us about some of the things you're creating. Oh, I have so many things I'm creating. I, I seem to constantly be in that creative energy. It must be something about being an entrepreneur, I think. Uh, you know, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I created a program that I pulled out of my Confident Healer certification program, specifically around prosperity and manifesting. And there's a lot of programs out there about manifesting. One of the things that I feel is different about this program is the work that we do around those core limiting beliefs around money and prosperity and abundance and finding what those wounds are, those points of pain around self-worth and doing the healing work, giving the tools, working with those tools to help the individual see those blind spots, understand where that feeling of victim might be in the way of stepping forward into the life that they want to live, whatever that looks like, and then taking them through this eight-week eight week process. And we just finished up a program about three or four weeks ago. It was phenomenal. Oh my goodness, the shifts that people were having were just fantastic. It was so incredible to watch. So I'm really excited to share that there's another one coming up starting at the very beginning of May for eight weeks. And we go on this program of my sharing with you the eight prosperity processes that I have for tapping into your passion and your core beliefs and just creating those dreams, like creating that life that you really want and understanding that you can have it. And we do some of this work. We do some of this forgiveness work in that program. So that's coming up. You can go to my website at meganedge.ca, click on classes. Right now there's an early bird special for the next few weeks, $100 off. So it's a great time to hop in there and join us on that journey. Well, you know, I was just thinking about this and I was realizing to myself, you, you know, I, I shared a little bit on the previous hour, some of the some of the really interesting challenges those of us that are in media are being faced with right now and some of the decisions we have to make and, you know, navigating through these waters and being able to navigate through them and in my language is clean, that means that I'm not bringing toxic, toxic residue with me because, mm-hmm. man, I don't want to create something in this world that has a foundation of toxic waste. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about this, about 
you know, in this journey, this idea of it's not personal, see, mm-hmm. when I when I read about this and what you're talking about, by saying it's not personal, it's almost as if we can cut off the toxicity of whatever the event was. Tell, tell us a little bit about this. And have you ever had to say, oh, boy, that just hurt, but it's not personal. <laughs> Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yes, many many examples. Um, oh gosh, let's see. Okay, so let's go into the example first, and then I'll go into the the first. Sure. Okay, so there's actually two that that come to mind um, with my 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 dear former husband, and I say that I say that honestly. I do say that honestly. We were we were dear friends for a long time, and we're still we're still friends in a manner. Um, but as we were going through our separation. It was a very painful time, obviously, for both of us, and decisions were having to be made and behaviors were coming to the surface, and it wasn't always pretty. And there were two incidences. One was when he came up behind me in the kitchen, kind of cornered me, and whispered in my ear, he said, you're a monster. And then he turned and walked away. You can just feel that, right? Yeah, wow. And I knew I was coming from my heart and I knew that I was in integrity and I knew I was making very difficult decisions and I knew they weren't welcomed decisions. So I, I understood that, but I, I heard that and thought, no, no, wait, let me check in. Am I a monster? Are the things that I'm doing equal to that, that name calling? And I decided that they, it didn't, it didn't warrant that. I have an idea in my head of what kind of a, horrible, awful person there could exist out there um, and whatever their story is, who I would consider to be monstrous. And that's not me. That's not how I see myself. So there wasn't even a point of forgiveness for that. I just didn't accept it. I didn't let it be true. I said, no, I'm checking in and that's not actually landing for me. So it's a bit of water off a duck's back. So that was a really interesting first sort of pivotal experience for me around the idea of Maybe we should forgive right away, but then actually there's nothing to forgive because nothing wrong has happened. I haven't accepted it. I haven't taken it on. I didn't make it personal in that moment. And then the other event was as things were wrapping up and we were, I don't know what we were doing, maybe separation agreement or something like that. And he said to me, I don't know if I'll ever be able to forgive you. I said, okay, well, that's on you. I don't need you to forgive me. Wow. I don't need you to forgive me because I know where I've come from with the decisions that I have made. If you need to forgive me at some point in time, then I invite you to do that whenever you feel ready to do that. But it's not about me. That's not about me. That's about him. And this is the thing about forgiveness. When In that moment, this is something I learned. It just landed for me. Huh. It's forgiveness is not about the other person. It's personal. Right. It's forgiveness is about our own moral landscape. What do we believe is right or wrong and how have we behaved? And then why have we behaved that way? And there's a wonderful saying, which is that I did the best I could with what I knew at the time. Yeah. It's a personal forgiveness piece. It's so powerful. It's so powerful because personal non-forgiveness is, is what I see walk through my door every day in my private practice. People coming to me with that piece of, I was wrong. I did it wrong. I did it badly. I behaved badly. I behaved poorly. I made the wrong decision. I hurt somebody. It's my fault. I, it's these shows, like the shows that you and I've had up until now, 
the blaming and the shaming and yeah. all of this. It, what it really does is it lands on the, on the individual and their decision, their choice is to make it personal or not. Is it my fault? Does it need to be my fault? What is that about, right? So when Buddy flips you off at the intersection because you didn't notice him get there first and you went through the intersection, that's actually about him and the kind of day he's having. It's not personal. Yeah. Now, I know this, this could sound fairly light for minor infractions. Think about something really major like that thing that you could never forgive. And I say to you, it's not personal. And you say to me, but Megan, he did that to me or he did that to my child or, or whatever it was, or she did it. They did it to me. Of course, it's personal. And I will come back and say to you, anything that anyone does is coming from them. It's coming from their filters, their experiences, their life view. Mm -hmm. Their reaction to you is about them. Yeah. It is not about you. And one of the places where we get with this work is the realization that, oh, there may have actually been nothing I could have done to stop that other person, that event from happening. And then, Megan, one of the things that was very helpful to me along the way, and I can't remember at what point in my life the light bulb went on, when somebody said to me, look, forgiveness isn't about condoning an act. Mm -hmm. It isn't about not holding somebody accountable for an act. You know, there's nothing that says that's what forgiveness is. And then, of course, there's been bodies of work that have been come out that have come out um, from a number of different people that really talk to that. But, you know, it was kind of like a strange moment when one of my mentors said, Pat, that's not forgiveness. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you are agreeing with that act against yourself or your brother, your sister, your mom. That's mm-hmm. not what you're, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. And boy, it took me a while to ponder that. Yeah. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is this forgiveness is an action step. Forgiveness is action. So by that, I mean, you can sit in the experience that you've had that somebody else has done to you. You believe somebody else has done to you, no matter how awful it is. And you can just sit in it. And if you do that, it will impact your health eventually. <laughs> And we know this, this, there is hard science, medical science behind this. I'm not just flipping this off. No, it will, it will harm you to, to sit in that. Okay. The other option is to decide what it means to you. And then to decide what is your action going to be to relieve the pain of holding on to it. Right. Yeah. So that action might be deciding that you're going to, say out loud, I forgive so-and-so for that thing that they did for me. You could even write them a letter or tell them if you want to, if that feels like the action. But because forgiveness is such a personal process, and because we live in vibration, just the very thought of, huh, okay, how am I feeling about this? Am I calming? Am I calm about this? Mm -hmm. You know, just even that rumination sends out the vibration to the other person. Yeah. It's really very powerful. 
And, you know, it also doesn't mean, you know, in the world we live, we live in a society. And I think there are societies everywhere where there is an act and then there's a reaction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're, we're not, how should I say it, naive to the acts of humanity against humanity. We're not. We're not naive about that. And I don't think... You know, when we talk about at least my perspective of forgiveness, it doesn't mean that there's not going to be an accountability or responsibility. You know, I mean, there are systems. There are systems in the United States and Canada and other places that if you do this, mm-hmm. this is punishable by this. Right. And even so, it may never fulfill the punishment you think should happen. Um, but then you know you get into this gray area there's oh like, yeah revenge oh and i would it, say that almost like is revenge the antithesis of forgiveness there's an interesting question it is an interesting question because if you're carrying around the energy of revenge mm-hmm. that is literally eating away at you yeah you can yeah. start to feel your cells disintegrate and right. then megan one more thing there is another school of thought against about forgiveness. And I wanted you to talk about radical forgiveness, because mm-hmm. I want to make sure we touch upon that. Yes. You know, here we are talking about revenge. Now, oopsie, radical forgiveness. Tell everyone what that is. So radical forgiveness as a concept, as a teaching and a healing modality was created by a gentleman in England called Colin Tippins tippings rather. And I did his training. I am actually a certified radical forgiveness coach. And taking that training was really pivotal to my own understanding of whether or a what forgiveness is and then b what we do with it and what and how we can work with it in a very radicalized way. And, and the radical part of this is that we get to a place, like I said, at the very beginning of our show, where we decide that everything has a reason and a purpose. And that things are not done to us, they are done for us. And when that brings up tension and resistance to that idea, because we are so entrenched in being incensed about the things that have happened to us, that's information. That's that point of pain that I talked about earlier, right? What is that resistance? So Colin Tippings, look him up. He's now passed on, but his body of work still exists. Yeah. And he's written a number of books about different different things in our lives and the ways in which we can work with these concepts of radical forgiveness. What I'm wanting to do today is, as we come to the end of our show is to take everyone through this process of what I'm calling radical forgiveness with ease, with a nod to Colin Tippings, because most of this is coming out of out of mm-hmm. his work. Yeah. And and allow the audience to to have this experience. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We're going to do it. So here's what what I'd like to invite everybody to do who's listening or watching is just to simply gently close your eyes. Take a nice deep breath in and then simply exhale it and feel yourself drop into your body. Take a second deep breath in. Let your body sink into whatever you're sitting on or lying on. And then a third nice deep breath in and on the release, just release release anything that's showing up anything that's not serving your highest good any tension just release it and continue with that breathing and releasing and breathing and releasing and then bring yourself back to normal breath 
And think about a situation where you feel that you have been wounded, hurt, victimized, staying in the observer role. Simply look at it and notice what you notice and allow the feelings of this to infuse your body. And notice where in your body these feelings are showing up. Where are they being stored? What's the point of pain? Who did what? How were you emotionally hurt? So let's let the whole thing show up. And then give a value of the hurt or the pain or the wounding to the situation and how you're feeling between one and 10. 10 being it's unbearable and one being there's no charge to it. Just let the first number that comes into your mind show up. I'm going to ask you a series of questions and I invite you to say yes out loud if you can. As the answer to each question, even if you don't understand completely or agree completely. So here's the first question. And just staying in this nice, relaxed state. Are you willing to be open to the possibility that there may be a healing opportunity in this situation? Just let it be a yes. If there's a but that follows the yes, just sit on it. Can you be open to the idea that your higher self, soul self, or superconscious, with your permission, set this up as a healing opportunity for personal growth and evolution. Can you be open to the possibility that you only feel upset when the person or situation resonates in you, something that you have projected onto them, and represents a part of you that desires to be loved and accepted unconditionally? And even if you do not know what that part of you is that you have disowned, are you willing to unconditionally love and accept this part of you right now in this moment? And even if you cannot explain why, are you willing to believe there is a higher purpose and opportunity to this situation and that it wasn't done to you but for you? Are you open to the idea that you called this person or situation into your life to heal something, both for yourself and others and for everyone's highest good? Sit with the energy of your answers for a moment. Notice any resistance to answering yes to these questions and just breathe into the resistance with a deep inhale and exhale. Are you now noticing that the feelings and emotions you had around this person or situation are subsiding, dissipating, dissolving, and that you are feeling more peaceful and accepting of the situation? And if not now, would you be willing to allow that to occur in the future? Are you becoming aware that the story is losing most or all of its charge or that you no longer remember it with the emotional pain or discomfort? And can you begin to feel the subtle or obvious shift in energy within you and a greater awareness, clarity, and calm in relation to the experience? Can you feel that the story you were telling yourself and others about this previously unforgivable, unforgivable event has shifted and that it no longer holds an emotional trigger for you? That it is now part of your past experience and no longer defines or controls you? Sit in the energy of all you have done and completed in answering yes to each of these questions 
feel into your body. Is there still tension? If so, take a deep breath in and on the exhale, ask to release that which no longer serves your highest good. And you can do this release breath as many times as you need to until there is no longer any charge left in your body. Mm. And now go back to the original numeric value you gave the situation at the beginning of this process. The value you would give it. And what is the value you would give it now? And let it be the first number that comes into your mind as the truth. It's just a value. It's not good or bad. It's just what it is. And then slowly open your eyes, look around you, give your body a shake, and move back into your day. Mm-hmm. So this beautiful process, this is what I worked with when I, when I began this journey of what is forgiveness and and what do I do with it? And how do I work with it? And it was profound. This is powerful beyond any words we can put to this or I can put to it. And the reason I say that, Megan, is that if we just took a glimpse of the past 18 months and the stress points on people, mm-hmm. the changes, the losses, this is powerful way for people to really get some ease in their lives. Thank you so much. Please, again, tell people how they can find out about you and what do you want to leave us with today? I'm easy to find. Look up Megan Edge Healing. You'll find me on LinkedIn. You'll find me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube channel, and um, at MeganEdge.ca for our, uh, our website. What do I want to leave us with today? Hmm. I think one of the most important things that we've, we've talked about today is this point that forgiveness is not about accountability. That forgiveness is a personal process. You can choose to do it or not. There's no right or wrong in that. And really, when we look at the word and we break it down, the word says for giving. So it is forgiving of something. When I... When I decide that something that somebody did to me or to somebody else is not personal, when I can look through the lens of compassion and understanding, then I have a different touch point for working with what my experience are. Do I still feel pain and anger and upset and all the other things? Yes. And it's okay to feel that. Those are important emotions to have. But my, my message to you is that you're not meant to live in those feelings. They're meant to be a catalyst to move into something more. And that's the work that we can do when we look at this radical forgiveness with ease. Wow. Megan, thank you so much for today and everything you've been listening to playing on the edge radio with Megan edge. Tune in each month on transformation talk radio and the Dr. Pat show network, providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca.